Any examples used are for illustrative purposes only and do not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and may not be suitable for all investors. It is not intended to predict the performance of any specific investment and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Welcome to Prosperity Principles with your host, Ed Cruz. Each week, Ed and his company seek to educate Americans like you by providing real strategies for protecting and growing their hard-earned money. Get set for a full hour of financial information and economic news affecting your bottom line. Ed wants you to reach the financial freedom you've worked so hard for. So now, let's start the show. Here's Ed Cruz. Welcome back to another week of Prosperity Principles. I'm Edwin Cruz. And for all of you out there, thank you for joining me. And uh, before we get the show started today, I want to get a little housekeeping out of the way. Uh, here we are. Uh, spring is in the air, right? First uh, quarter of the year is over. Baseball's back. All the fun stuff, right? But before we go there, there's a couple things that we have to consider here. It's tax season as well, right? The end of tax season. And there's a lot of people worried about it. And of course, I get a lot of those calls you know, asking me about taxes, you know, what can we do to reduce taxes in the future? And even though we have these conversations, you know, people will always come back and say, we need to discuss this a little further. Uh, so, you know, if you're out there and you've already gotten your taxes done or you're fretting the, uh, the upcoming bill that you're about to get, remember that we have solutions that we can talk about, whether it's tax deferral now, or if you're thinking about your future in retirement, tax-free ways to get there. Uh, that's one thing. What else is going on right now? Well, you've probably heard the Fed say that they're going to uh, cut down on raising interest rates. And when that happens, uh, insurance companies and banks are, are somewhat quick to act. So if you're looking for a, a very reasonable rate of return, uh, five, five and a half percent over the next four to six years, just to kind of uh, see what goes on in, the, in our economy, uh, now's the time to act. Now's the time to get into a, a multi-year guaranteed annuity. Um, this will protect you. Uh, it will give you that tax deferral that you may want. Uh, so we do have those options. With all that said, let's get back to our show now and welcome in Matt McClure. Hi there, Ed. Yeah, it's, uh, it is that time of year where people are, are wondering and worrying about those taxes. And people have been worrying about interest rates for a long time, but you can take advantage of the the high nature of those interest rates right now, too. So, yeah, two great sort of housekeeping things to start off the show with. I love that. Yeah. You know, I, I, I got a call. Well, I've been going back and forth with this one uh, uh, client, and he keeps waiting to see where the interest rates are going to peak. And about two weeks ago, I let him know, listen, I think we're about there. You know, we're already starting to hear the rumors. Uh, that interest rates are going to start getting, you know, uh, flattened out here. And with the with the uh, pressure at the banks, uh, we knew this was coming and uh, we're here. So, again, if there's someone out there that needs to make a move, now's the time. And uh, obviously they can call me 386-228-5769. You can call me now. You could think about what you need to do. Call me later. But 386-228-5769 is the number. Yeah, and you can also go to myprosperityteam.com. That's the website, myprosperityteam.com, the website for the show once again. And, um, and of course, when they go there, they can they can actually do a few things. It's a multi-purpose website we're talking about here. Um, one of the things is to reach out for that free uh, initial consultation. Any questions you might have for Edwin Cruz, you can, you can uh, drop them there. He'll get back with you just as soon as humanly possible. Also, you can reach out for a couple of other free things that we have for you. Number one is um, this 
new uh, Secure Act 2.0 and what it means for your retirement. We've got that report. We've also got 23 retirement cost cutters for 2023. And we have the Annuity 360 book uh, that uh, Ed will be glad to send you for free as well, all free of cost and any obligation. So great resources there. Once again, the website is myprosperityteam.com. Uh, you can search for Prosperity Principles on YouTube as well if you want to see some past videos. And you can find us wherever you listen to podcasts. So, boy, there, there's just basically no excuse if you don't know where Prosperity Principles is, because uh, we're all over the place out there, Ed. <laughs> yeah, and, and I will touch again on one thing that you brought up here, and that's the Secures Act 2.0 um, paper that we have here. It's a great resource. There's so much information on there, and it is important to know these things that are that are uh, on there for your retirement. So if if all else fails, this is a very important piece. If you want to know more about annuities, that's great. But the Secures Act 2.0 uh, paper here that we have is absolutely wonderful. Yeah, it really is. And it really breaks it down into plain English so you can understand how those changes are going to affect you. Um, and we'll also uh, talk about a lot of things over this next hour, a lot to uh, to touch on here as the show goes along. The bulk of the show is going to be 10 costs to consider when planning for retirement. We're going to break down that list one by one and sort of help you wade through each of those concerns that you might have. We'll also have a new problem solver for you this week. Um, it's a new story, an actual true story about how uh, we helped a family retire successfully despite some, some issues and some hurdles that they had getting there. Um, also, are you concerned about retirement? We are going to actually discuss about what worries pre-retirees and retirees and what you can do about it. And uh, if there's time at the end, we'll get to this week in history. Of course, before the show is history, we want to get there. Um, but, uh, you know, a lot to lot to touch on here as we move along. Uh, first, though, let's begin with the very, very famous quote of the week. And now for some financial wisdom, it's time for the quote of the week. And those aforementioned words of wisdom, Ed, come this time around from Richard Bach, an American author born in 1936, the author of numerous books, including two of the big bestsellers of the 1970s, Jonathan Livingston Seagull in 1970 and Illusions the Adventures of a Reluctant Messiah in 1977. And, and this one, uh, boy, it kind of hits home for me. Um, Richard Bach once said, quote, the worst lies are the lies we tell ourselves. Boy, that's that can be true. It's powerful. It's so powerful. You know, if we're if we're stuck somewhere and we're not we're just not willing to learn, we're just not willing to budge from that false premise that we may have in our mind, you're just not going to move forward. But, you know, you know, going back, looking at these dates, 1970, 1977, it just brings back that youth in my mind, which again, it's a lie. I'm getting older but <laughs> and I feel it. But uh, but my mind keeps telling me you're still young. You're still young. But, you know, if you're one of those people that have been putting off retirement planning, we would like to invite you to sit down with us. You can meet with us virtually online or over the phone. We don't charge for consultations, and we'd be happy to review your portfolio, address your concerns, and answer any questions that you may have. Listen, it's as easy as just picking up the phone, dialing, having a little word, a little discussion with us. We won't make it painful. We'll, be, we'll make it as comfortable as, as can be, and you should gain something from even if it's just a 15, 20-minute quick consultation just to get an initial uh, question answered, whatever it may be, we hope to uh, value your time 
and make the most of it. It's very true. And again, free of any cost, free of any obligation. You literally have nothing to lose there, folks. You can go to myprosperityteam.com in order to get that free consultation or give that a call, 386-228-5769. And I imagine, Ed, that a lot of times when people do call the number or go to the website and, and reach out to you, they're concerned about, you know, what retirement is going to cost them. And I mean, it's it's got to be one of the top concerns. And, and we're going to kind of run down this list here of the 10 costs, not the only ones, but 10 of the top costs really to consider when you're planning for retirement. And this comes from a list that uh, US News and World Report put out not all that long ago. But yeah, I mean, that's it's got to be something, you know, people are um, wondering, am I going to be paying more in retirement? Am I going to be paying less in retirement? What's coming in? What's going out? What say you, Edwin Cruz, about people's concerns on cost in retirement? You know, going back to that quote of the week, some people do lie to themselves thinking that it's just going to be so much cheaper when you get into retirement. So that quote was spot on. You know, while uh, while we know that some costs can be reduced or eliminated in retirement, other expenses might remain the same or even increase as you age, right? You know, we do our lawns, we trim our bushes, we do all these things today. Some of us, I still enjoy it, ironically, but you know, as we get older, we're not going to want to do these things and we're, we're going to get somebody else to do this. So there's a cost that, you know, that just appears uh, when something happens to uh, to the male. Generally, the female doesn't do household um, upkeep, you know, those type of things. They have to hire somebody to do these things. So, you know, there are some things that that that, that go away there and then there are some things that just uh, balloon. So don't forget to account for uh, property taxes. They continue to go up. If you live in a home for some time, home repairs, as we just mentioned, um, if you pay off your mortgage, and I hope everyone gets to that point, you know, the house payment goes away, but the property taxes, insurance, escrow fees, if you live in an HOA, those things, they don't go away. You know, also consider home repairs become more difficult uh, to do it yourself as you get older, as I said. And, uh, you know, with technology today, there are things that we just, we can't repair. You know, back in the day, if something happened uh, to some of the equipment in our home, we could kind of figure it out and make things work again. With today's technology, we just can't. You know, I know I can't. Uh, there, there's a variety of ways uh, to significantly reduce your uh, monthly housing housing bills. You know, paying off your mortgage, again, I hope everyone has that opportunity, can eliminate a major monthly expense for, for most of Americans today, uh, leaving only the cost of taxes, insurance, and maintenance. Another option is to downsize uh, to a home that costs significantly less and free up equity to uh, to pad your nest egg. So uh, moving to a new place with lower uh, cost of living can improve your retirement finances. Yeah, it really can. Housing, as, as you see there, number one on the list, and, it, and it's for a reason because it is generally the biggest cost that we have as human beings throughout our lives. Um, but it uh, can be that biggest cost in retirement as well. So uh, yeah, definitely a reason for that being up at the top of the list. Number two on the list of 10 costs to consider when planning for retirement, Medicare premiums. And uh, boy, this, this could be a biggie. And, and people don't realize a lot of times that they could be paying uh, more then, then maybe they need to uh, in these uh, premiums in retirement. Most people don't don't uh, pay a premium for Medicare Part A hospital insurance, but Medicare Part B medical insurance uh, charges a standard premium of a uh, one hundred seventy one hundred seventy dollars ten cents in twenty twenty two, and uh, and that continues to go up. And and high income retirees pay an additional premium. You know, let's not forget that there's just so much more that goes into Medicare, like your Medicare D. 
uh, prescription drug plans um, that charge a separate premium that varies depending on the plan you select each year. So yeah, Medicare premiums, you know, th- there are ways and I do align myself with other professionals in the field uh, so that we can collaborate, help our clients make the best decision. And this is definitely one of those. Uh, Medicare can be confusing. Medicare has a lot of options. Um, so, you know, uh, there could also be a third premium if you select the Medicare plan uh, that will pay for some of the Medicare out-of-pocket costs. And uh, don't forget to sign up before uh, the deadline uh, or enrollment penalties could be added to your premiums. Uh, so, yeah, Medicare is one of those things that everyone, and I don't think there's one person that I know that doesn't have questions about Medicare. Everyone has them. It's constantly evolving and we could definitely help you. Yeah. And you went through a few of those parts there, you know, A, B, D, all this stuff. It can seem like an alphabet soup of confusion to a lot of folks. Um, but yeah, that that's uh, one reason to reach out, folks. And you can go to myprosperityteam.com to do that and get some answers there. Number three on this list of 10 costs to consider in retirement, uh, it, it kind of expands on number two, and it's sort of overall healthcare expenses, right? So, you know, even if you do have Medicare coverage, uh, even if you are, you know, 65 and, and you've got it, you'll still have to pay a certain amount out of pocket. So that's something to consider. Uh, and there are other healthcare costs to be concerned about as well. Yeah. You know, while Medicare premiums, you you can do something about that, right? You get a Part C plan, which we didn't even talk about. It could help eliminate some of that. Number three on the list, healthcare expenses. Well, that's something that uh, that's going to be one of the largest for most of the most of my client base. That's the largest expense in retirement. Healthcare. You know, Medicare Part A has a uh, one thousand five hundred fifty-six dollar deductible if you're hospitalized, and then there are additional coinsurance uh, charges if you if your hospital stay exceeds sixty days. Remember. They're there for short-term care, not long-term care. And that's what I always tell people. They're not there for long-term care. A lot of clients think that Medicare will provide long-term care. And unfortunately, some people find out the uh, the hard way. They provide the uh, preventative care services, you know, with, uh, with Medicare, with no out-of-pocket costs. But there are several types of commonly needed medical services that typically aren't covered at all, such as eyeglasses and hearing aids. And, you know, we can keep on going down the list. But Healthcare expenses, to me, uh, for most of my clients, is is generally their number one concern. All the expenses there. Yeah, absolutely. And that, and you mentioned one that that's a huge one is that long term care because, as you say, not covered under medical Medicare. So just make sure you've got a plan in place, and there are different strategies that you can can take advantage of to do that. Uh, of course, there's long-term care uh, insurance coverage that that's uh, out there, although not as much as there used to be, seems like. But right. uh, there are other strategies that you can put uh, to use. Um, maybe you know, perhaps an annuity, something like that, that that you could um, use to pay for that. Should it be there um, in in your retirement in your later years? Um, also, and and I think this one, number four on the list, that gets. Uh, overlooked as far as a a cost because it's just kind of seen as an inevitable thing and that's taxes you know it's always the the two things you can count on right death and taxes well taxes though there are ways to at least minimize that tax burden in your retirement absolutely and uh, you know after years of deferring taxes on your retirement savings um, you're going to need to pay income taxes on each withdrawal from any tax deferred account like your 401k or your ira and of course, distributions from tax-deferred retirement accounts, are, uh, which are required after 72 in order to avoid a stiff penalty, 
those are always going to be taxed. You're not going to get away from that. You know, some people, for some reason, seem to think that taxes stop at a certain age. And I just keep telling them it's not true. It's a myth. You know, however, there are several ways to strategically withdraw money from your retirement accounts and reduce your retirement tax bill. Remember, when you start stop working, uh, your, your taxable income is going to go down. And that might be the time to strate strategically start doing some of these Roth conversions, right? And hopefully before we got to that point, if you had excess funds that you were accumulating, hopefully you were setting that aside in a tax-free retirement account. And that does exist. So, um, you know, if you call, make sure to ask about that. Uh, but part of your Social Security benefit could also be taxable if your retirement income tops a specific threshold. And, you know, so many people are surprised, you know, especially when they make additional withdrawals because of uh, because some other need that pops up or or they want to start giving money early to their grandchildren or their children. And then they have more in taxes, not just for what they withdrew, but more taxes on their Social Security. You know, the, the first the first step is up to 50 percent of your Social Security can be taxable. The next step, it can go up to as high as 85 percent of your Social Security could become taxable. And that normally is a shocker to people when they see that. So just remember that taxes don't stop. The more you withdraw, the more you'll have to pay in taxes, not just on what you withdrew, but it also bleeds into your Social Security income. Yeah. And, and, you know, as we continue on here with our list of 10 costs to consider in retirement, this next one is one that's really hit home for a lot of people this past, uh, you know, year, especially a year or two now, really. And that's food costs. I mean, boy, the, you know, inflation has really, really helped food costs just balloon. And just like taxes, it's not going away. You know, you have to eat. And uh, uh, but you can save money on food and retirement if you're willing to give up expensive convenience foods and take the time to cook healthy meals at home. Right. I mean, when we go out to eat a couple, you're easily spending. I mean, you could barely eat. You spend 50 bucks. If, if you eat somewhere just a little fancier, you're spending 100, double that. So it gets expensive. If you do it that way, it'll be a whole lot cheaper if you cook more meals at home. However, the additional free time you have in retirement might tempt you to spend more on lingering lunches with friends and expensive dining experiences, you know, going out golfing and all that good stuff and hitting the, uh, getting the extra couple beverages and, and the food. So, you know, you have a good time, but just know it all comes with a cost, right? We all realize that, um, you know, you may be able to qualify for senior discounts at select restaurants and grocery stores. So keep that in mind, um, you know, on your calendar, you might want to write it down and uh, try to save as best you can. Don't be too, uh, too prideful to save. Yeah, no, it's very true. I mean, you know, those, those discounts can come in handy big time and uh, don't be afraid to ask about them if you go out really anywhere. But as you say, you know, cooking at home, uh, it really is even with inflation at the grocery store, you know, you might see sticker shock there and experience that when you go shopping at the, at the grocery store. But it's still, uh, generally speaking, 99% of the time going to be cheaper to cook at home than it is to go out somewhere and eat. But, and, you know, treat yourself every once in a while, but still, most of the time, do it at home. Sure. Yes, definitely. Well, um, in addition to food, which is a very enjoyable thing for uh, for most of us, something that's not enjoyable is number six on this list of uh, 10 costs to consider in retirement, and that's emergencies. Uh, you know, you don't 
ever want to be in an emergency situation or experience one, but at the same time, you got to plan for that just in case. Absolutely. You know, when, when I speak to, especially the younger retirees today, and they say, well, Ed, you know, here's, here's what I want for income when I retire. I say, well, that's great. So here's the amount you need for that. But you also need to set aside a bucket for what? And they'll look at me like, well, yeah, I guess for some of the fun that I want to have also, I say, no, wrong. Emergencies, emergencies. That is one of the biggest reasons that seniors go bankrupt. Um, they, they have just enough to get by, but they don't have anything for emergencies. And uh, if you don't create a fund for that, um, you know, you're, you're really uh, setting yourself uh, back quite a bit. You know, you will continue to need to make home repairs, replace worn out appliances, fix your vehicles or buy another vehicle. An emergency fund is essential to avoid spending your retirement savings too quickly. And that's if you have any extra. So, so make sure that you have a plan that includes funds um, that will set aside to cope for um, uh, emergencies, whether it's medical emergencies or you know housing emergencies or, or, or transportation emergencies. There's all types of emergencies, right? Somebody in the family may have a need and you want to help them, whatever it might be it's never going to go away. Yeah, it's true. And, and even, you know, some of those things like we mentioned earlier in number one, which was housing costs here, the house needs a new roof, you know, like, like there's, um, you know, some big storm comes through. Obviously, being in Central Florida, you know about that, the big storms coming through and the house needing repairs. Um, you know, so a lot of that uh, can be covered by insurance. Sometimes <laughs> we have problems with that. So you need in, in those types of cases, you just got to have that emergency fund to help you get through that situation that nobody, as I say, wants to find themselves in. Right. You know, 2% deductible. Think about this. 2% deductible on a $400,000 house. That's $8,000. And if you don't plan properly for that, it's going to be quite difficult. You may have to take out a loan just for your deductible. Who wants to do that? Yeah. Not fun at all. And then, then you have no money left over for those fun things you mentioned a second ago. <laughs> well, number seven on the list, speaking of fun, is fun. It's it's entertainment. I mean, that you do need money for that. That's going to be a cost in retirement, hopefully for you. Um, and, uh, you know, yeah, try, try to, you know, make time for fun. It's not all you know, you're, you're done working. It's like, you know, let other people do that. Now you get to have your fun. <laughs> right. You know, the golden years, right? The golden years. So, you know, your newfound free time in retirement provides opportunities to try new things, right? And so, um, you know, but th those new experiences can get expensive, as we said uh, before, golfing, going out, you know, restaurant with the friends, all that good stuff. It gets expensive. Heck, just going out with couples night uh, to the movies can be quite expensive. You know, the movies will cost you $50, $75 every time you go. So, you know, everything is just getting so expensive. You know, many communities provide plenty of free or affordable entertainment uh, to people of all ages, ranging from summer concerts to library seminars and senior centers often provide social activities just for retirees. Um, some of them come with just small fees. Some of them are just completely free, right? Part of that HOA expense if, if you have one, but, um, you know, no you know, get out there, get to know what's available for you and uh, and make the best of it um, for as cheap as you can do it. Yeah. And and free fits right in my budget. So there you go. If you, <laughs> if you find stuff that's that's free, all the better. Um, 
And and one of the things, you know, speaking of entertainment, one of the things that I like to do for entertainment myself happens to be number eight on the list of 10 costs to consider in retirement. And that's travel. Boy, there's, you know, there's nothing I like more than actually, you know, going somewhere new or going somewhere I've been maybe even several times and experiencing new things. And I right. think that a lot of people, of course, do that in their retirement years. Absolutely. You know, I love doing it now. I, I like seeing different cultures and, and speaking to people. So, um, Absolutely. Traveling is uh, is one of those things I love to do. Um, and retire, retirees finally have the time to travel as much as they want. Uh, but do you have the resources for it, right? The only limiting factor is that budget. Retirees have the advantage of being able to travel during weekdays and off-peak times, which could save you money and help you avoid crowds. You know, how many times do I say, gosh, you know, if I go away for too long, when I get back, it's chaotic. You know, I have a lot to, to take care of when I get back. A lot of phone calls, a lot of clients that need me. Um, so, you know, I can't wait to the to the day where I can say I can get away for, uh, you know, uh, two, three, four weeks and, and not have to worry about coming back to uh, a laundry list of things to do and a, and, a, and a million calls to make. So that'll be fun. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's, <laughs> that is the ideal. Um, as a, it's like almost sometimes you need a vacation from the vacation when you get back too. And then if you're in retirement, you, you can have that vacation from the vacation when you get back instead of just going right back into the daily grind. Um, so that is number eight on this list of 10 costs to consider for retirement. Number nine, <laughs> grandchildren. Uh, and yeah, they can be an expense because I know a lot of grandparents who like to spoil those grandkids. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I have my first one and I'm, you know, I always said, well, I'm just going to treat them just like I treated my kids. Right. But no, wrong. It's not <laughs> happening. You know, I'm spending so much more on my grandchild. Yeah, you know, My daughter tells me all the time, Dad, you didn't let us get away with that. So, yeah, you have a point there, Matt. <laughs> you know, a lot of retirees uh, like to leave financial gifts for their family or heirlooms such as jewelry, furniture, collectibles. Um, so think about whether you plan to include a um, charitable giving to meaningful causes. Uh, if you do, make sure your wishes are clearly spelled out in writing so that your plans can be realized. It's important to have a will and a comprehensive estate plan in advance. You know, I, I do have a couple of attorneys. Uh, if you need one out there to uh, to help you with a, uh, with a trust, if, if that's what you need. Um, but absolutely get that will done. You know, you don't want something happening to you and the, and, the, and the state's in charge of handling your estate. You want to be in charge of that, of that estate from your grave. And uh, so, you know, don't sit back, make it happen. We know that budgeting and planning for future expenses can sometimes become a challenge. Um, let us help you uh, and provide you with retirement income gap analysis today. You know, these are all things that you know, this top 10 list was created for a reason. It's to help you realize there's a whole lot more to plan for. And uh, and, and that's what we'll help you do. We'll, we'll break down. Here's your income for your everyday living. Here's for your here's for your 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 emergencies, your health care, uh, the things that you want to do, all the extras. You know, if you plan this way, you can't fail, but you have to take the time and let us help you provide you with that analysis. So give us a call at 386-228-5769 and schedule your complimentary consultation today. Yeah, and you can also do that at myprosperityteam.com. That is myprosperityteam.com on the internet. It's time for this week's 
Problem Solver. Now, this week, Ed, the Problem Solver is not a fairy tale, but it does start like this. Once upon a time. <laughs> there was an there was an emergency room doctor. It's like it's almost like I'm going to tell you, you know, once upon a time there was a princess in a tower or something. <laughs> but here we go. She's not a princess in a tower. Uh, there was a, actually a gentleman and his wife. He was an emergency room doctor who worked in an area medical center. The doctor, 65. His wife, 61 years old. They had planned on retiring after he turned 65, but. With the state of inflation, the economy, and all of that, they were just really concerned about the future because they didn't want to have to draw down on their savings too quickly. Uh, and because of those worries, you know, the doctor was considering working another two to three years to save more money. But and who can blame him for this? He he was growing tired from that really demanding job with those long hours, the stressful work environment at the hospital. And so after he and his wife met with us, we actually determined they are going to receive about $5,000 a month in social security income. But, and here is the kicker, they're expecting total monthly expenses to be $14,000 a month, leaving $9,000 a month in an income gap there. And and that goes right back to what you were just talking about before we started this uh, new segment. If you've got a, a retirement income gap, that's you have more month than you have money. And that's not a good thing. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. So how do we how do we solve this problem for these folks? Well, you know, um, it's like I said before, you know, we sit there and we plan with you and we create the different bucket. This is the type of problem we don't want you to run into. You know, this couple didn't want to sacrifice their goals for lifestyle and retirement. And the uh, husband didn't want to delay retirement any longer. Uh, they have two daughters who will be married soon uh, and they want to be involved in the planning and funding of the weddings. Uh, they also receive. Uh, great fulfillment from their annual mission trips to South South America. Simply put, this couple needs paychecks for their expenses and paychecks to enjoy traveling while they're still in their 60s and 70s. And I know that that's one of your favorite words, the, the paychecks. Absolutely. <laughs> so, um, solution for them? Well, we help them uh, fill the, their uh, gap in retirement planning through two key strategies. We implemented a Roth ladder conversion to reduce their future tax risks. And um, most of their savings were in tax-deferred accounts, meaning that they owed taxes on future distributions in retirement. And again, let us help you uh, come to the realization that you don't have to keep it that way. There are strategies um, to help you eliminate those taxes in the future. Um, number two, we protected 40% of their uh, bond portfolio uh, uh, with a fixed index annuity that had a 100% re reserve requirement. Remember, Banks only uh, keep around five to ten percent of of, uh, of reserve uh, on your money, and uh, annuities do keep a hundred percent in reserve. So you can feel very safe knowing uh, that your money's not going anywhere. Um, this gave them uh, safety and reassurance that they would have the income they need to live the retirement of their dreams. Because annuities provide you with an income that you can never outlive. How nice would it be to know that it's not just your social security, if you're lucky enough to have a pension, right? If you're a federal employee or a state employee, you may have that, uh, but how nice would it be to have a third uh, benefit there, a third payment, third check that would never go away? You know, so many people would just die to have two of those, right? 
Um, so if, if the more that you can accomplish, uh, the better off you're going to be in the future. So why are we sharing a story? We want you to think about your own retirement and, uh, and how you're going to fund it. You know, is your retirement plan tax efficient? I don't meet anyone. Um, it's rare, I, but I, I really don't meet anyone that has a true tax efficient um, uh, retirement plan. Uh, do you have a retirement tax bomb like this couple had? The answer is generally 98% of the times, yes, you do. Are you tired of delaying your own retirement? You know, some people want to retire. They just don't know how to get there. Why? Because they've never sat with anyone and gotten a true idea. These are the do-it-yourselfers, right? They, they think they can amass, 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 and they'll have a plan at the end. But then they say, well, hey, I have my Social Security, but what else am I going to do? Uh, if I start taking from this, is it just going to disappear on me? So let's put it somewhere where we can guarantee that that income will never go away. You know, again, retirement is not about the size of your nest egg. And we say this all the time or your total savings. It's about the ability to generate the income that you're going to need to fund the expenses during retirement. You know, if you're trying to systematically withdraw money from accounts as you need it, you could be at risk of living that just in case retirement. Um, you know, let's get to the guarantees and enjoy the paychecks and paychecks that come from investing in a fixed index annuity, regardless of what your uh, tax bracket, um, regardless of what tax bracket you're in. It's important to have a plan. And I know that we can help you. And to start the whole process, well, you just you have to get started though, like that couple did um, and they got their problem solved and, and uh, you can do that as well. And you can start it by going to myprosperityteam.com or calling 386-228-5769. And Ed, when somebody does that, uh, talk about what that free consultation is like, because it, it is I want to reiterate, yes, I did say the word free. And when we say free, we mean free. It's no cost at all and no obligation to, to sit down and have that free consultation with you. Yeah, the only thing it's going to cost you is your time. Um, but we don't want to hurt you. You know, I say it all the time. If, if charging you a fee was helpful in retirement, I would do so. But it's not helpful. So we're not going to do that. You know, let's analyze your situation. Let's look at your portfolio. You know, do you have bonds in your portfolio? that's more than likely hurting you. Um, are you afraid that your securities are going to lose uh, 10, 15, 20, 30%? Um, if that's so, let's talk. Let's, let's, uh, let's minimize that risk. You know, if you, if you divest part of that into a fixed index annuity, let you, we can help you participate in the market without taking that risk. So if you still want to play some in the market, no problem, go for it. But let us help you protect part of that. You know, let's see what your pain and fees in your overall portfolio. You know, I just ran into uh, a gentleman out in Winter Haven and, and uh, he didn't think he was paying much in fees uh, until we sat there. We broke it down. We, we just looked at the, the whole last year uh, of everything and, and we came up with about three and a half percent and he just didn't see it, you know, because it, it just comes dripping over time. So when he finally realized that, uh, well, on that one and a half million dollars we were going over, um, we absolutely made quite the move to uh, to help reduce those fees you know and i told him that you know, he might want to uh, to look around and see if he can uh, lessen his fees in, in his securities portfolio you know um, i gave him that recommendation the rest is up to him you know i don't deal with securities uh but you know i i can surely tell somebody 
you know, if you think you're overpaying, maybe you want to shop around. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, shopping around might be the best thing you could do. Uh, so let's look at those retirement plans. If you're close to retirement and you're sitting in, uh, on a 401k, uh, like my neighbor was here recently, you know, I told him, did you know that after 15 and a half, you can more than likely roll that out? And we did. Uh, he says, I, I don't want to lose anymore. You know, I want to retire next year. And uh, I can't do that if I, if I lose another 15, 20%. So, you know, there are many ways to help you. You know, if you're uh, prior to 59 and a half, I can help you there as well if you're, you know, if, if you want to get a, out of your retirement plan. So there's a lot of things that we can do, you know, a couple you with somebody uh, to help you with Medicare, help you do some Social Security planning. And again, if it matters to you, it matters to us. You know, it doesn't matter how big, how small. We're here to help you. It's your money. And I'm here to re respect uh, your money as much as you respect your money. Yeah, and, and that's absolutely the way that it should be. And you can learn more by contacting Edwin Cruz. Go to MyProsperityTeam.com. That is the website. Or you can call 386-228-5769. That number, once again, 386-228-5769. And Ed, as we continue on with the show here, um, we we talked about, so so 10 costs, right, that seniors both, you know, retirees and pre-retirees really uh, are concerned about. And, and we've seen that, uh, you see that I know in your daily practice here, but also we wanted to talk about six major concerns for retirees and pre-retirees. These are things that people are worried about in the future. And, you know, it, we really want to sort of try and provide some, some, you know, good perspective here on these things. And we want people to really enjoy their retirement, right? So let's take care of some of these worries. Um, here are the list of top concerns for people who are currently in retirement or planning to retire just in the very next little bit. Um, number one on this list, Ed, is Social Security getting cut. And boy, that that is definitely a concern. Yeah, you know, on, on last week's show, we discussed the possibility of Social Security benefits being reduced uh, or cut in the future. And I just mentioned my neighbor. Again, he's retiring in a year. And uh, he was asking me, should I take it now? Should I take it later? And we started discussing longevity and family. We start discussing, you know, multiple things that go on. It's not just about how fast you should take it. It's the right time of taking it and uh, reaching, you know, reaching that, that maximum uh, payment, right? Because that's going to have a, a huge effect. And, uh, and obviously with my neighbor, we came up with, with, a, with the smart conclusion uh, after looking at all the factors. Uh, so, you know, what, what did you miss last week? You know, no matter where law, lawmakers stand on the, on the future of Social Security, um, there's almost a universal agreement that the uh, program faces funding challenges. And I think that we've all heard that. And, and obviously, it needs to be addressed. You know, sometime by the uh, middle of the next decade, one of the trust funds um, that helps uh, pay for Social Security uh, is scheduled to run out of money, leaving more than 20% of the program unfunded. So, you know, that was one of his concerns. You know, I'm scheduled to get somewhere in the 3,800 range. And, you know, I'm making up numbers now because I'm not going to give you his real numbers. Uh, but, you know, am I going to uh, only be receiving 3,200? I told him, you know, I don't I don't foresee that happening in the very near future. I have to worry about these things uh, in my 50s. Um, but for him, just being a year out, I don't believe that um, that's going to happen that quickly. Um, the other thing that you may have missed last week that we spoke about, you know, a report released by the CBO, that's the C 
Congressional, uh, Congressional Budget Office warned that the Social Security Trust Fund could run out of money by 2032, a year earlier than previously thought. So if Congress doesn't make any changes, um, then uh, uh, we could see a reduction in uh, benefit payouts. Um, you know, they're, they're going to have to bring up the, the revenue in some way, shape or form. You know, I, we constantly hear of, of, uh, of Congress passing all these emergency bills and, and finding money out of, out of thin air in some way, somehow. Um, I think they better start thinking about Social Security seriously. Um, you know, and, and, and I hate this because and I hate to say this. But our politicians don't worry about it because they have a guarantee in, in their retirement. They have a guarantee in their pensions. And unfortunately, uh, we're thought of uh, very uh, secondary. And it's a, it's a large gap between one and two. So, uh, you know, if you haven't already gone to um, Social Security uh, Administration, go to SSA.gov, create an account online today. It only takes a couple minutes. And once you have access to your account information, uh, you know, reach out to us so that we can put a a social security maximization report um, together for you today. It's important to know what you're going to receive in the future. It's important to know, you know, we can start estimating what future cuts might look like so that you are better prepared um, uh, with that income back gap that we're more than likely going to discuss. And if you have a sur surplus, um, it may be because you haven't factored in some of the other things that are going to, that are going to come up in retirement, like that top 10 list that we covered. So, Let's talk about it all and let's make sure that you truly are fully funded in retirement. So again, there's a lot of ways that we can help you. If you need us, 386-228-5769 is the number. And the website, myprosperityteam, all one word, dot com. Well, number two on the list of uh, these six major concerns for retirees and pre-retirees portfolio balances going down. And, and, you know, I mean, I, when I think of that, that the closest frame of reference that I have to something like that happening was 2008, but that's not the only time, obviously, that we've seen like, you know, double digit losses in the S and P 500 over these, you know, past, uh, past few years. You're right. You know, and, and I've been in this industry now since 1998. So I remember when I first started and boom, we had a, we had a situation occur and that was, Right in uh, 2000, you know, since the year of 2000, there have been seven years where the S&P 500 saw declines. And, uh, uh, you know, as a new person in finance, uh, this made me very nervous. <laughs> I thought I was in the wrong field. Little did I know I was actually in the best field I can be to help clients. You know, when, when, uh, when, when the, the stock market took on average a 10% loss in 2000, my clients were calling me. And I was I was happy to report after seeing several of these accounts that my clients weren't losing anything. In fact, some of my clients were locking in gains just before this total loss. And so I had a client actually come into the office one time and tell me that her account had to be wrong. There was no way she still had that money. Why? Because her other statement showed a very large decrease. And we had to physically call the company to confirm that what she had in there, the gains that she had in there were locked in and they were hers. So it's amazing the stories that we can tell. But in 2000, we had that 10% loss. That was tech bubble year. 2001, we had 9-11. Stock market went down about 13%. In 2002, well, now we're in a recession, right? 23.4%. 2008, 
which is the one that people really remember right now, 38.5%. In 2015, we had a fairly flat year. Didn't do much, lost about three quarters of a percent. 2018, you know, we went through some um, uh, cycling issues, economic cycling issues, six and a quarter percent. And last year, 2022, 19.4%. And I will say, uh, you know, and I've said this on the show before, when I went through um, all of my uh, new clients from last year and I saw what people were losing, on average, it was around 18%. I said this on air many times, and this further confirms it's pretty much where, where people were, you know, 19.4%. So, you know, think about this. Jack uh, or John Bogle, American investor John Bogle, once said, if you have trouble imagining a 20% loss in the stock market, you shouldn't be in stocks. And how true is that? You know, people say, well, where else am I going to make money? Well, we're telling you here right now that there are ways that you can have a steady upside increase in your portfolio and never have a decrease in your portfolio. And um, if that's something that you're looking for, we're here to help you. You know, many retirees and pre-retirees are understandably concerned how market volatility uh, could impact their ability to meet expenses during retirement. So if you're one of those, give us a call. Don't hesitate. Yeah. And, and boy, there are some great things and, and different ways that you can take advantage of different, uh, you know, types of strategies and products to really, you know, as you say, I'd lock in those gains and don't experience any of the big losses when they do occur. And inevitably uh, they will again, uh, number three on the list of, of, uh, the uh, six concerns for retirees and pre-retirees goes right hand in hand with what we were just talking about. 2008, 2009, we had that big market crash that we mentioned. And that's what we're concerned about here with number three or market crashes. And uh, yeah, I mean, as we say, it could happen again. You know, and it's funny. I say, who can forget that? You know, what happened in the economy 2008, 2009? But ironically, some people think, you know, or some people I've thought after that, that run, it was a majestic run. And, uh, you know, people are thinking, well, this, you know, the economy's strong. It's, it's never going to go down. Everything goes on in cycles. And we had one of the longest runs in history. And so for that reason, people got a little spoiled. But, you know, if we think to, uh, to back then, uh, we had 8.8 million jobs lost. You know, unemployment spiked to 10% by October of 2009. There was a lot of pain going on. You know, 8 million homes foreclosed, which is the main factor of all the pain. $19.2 trillion in household wealth was evaporated. Home prices declined an average of 40%. And uh, even uh, even more in some cities, the S&P 500 declined by 38.5% in, in 2008. $7.4 trillion in stock wealth was lost from 2008-2009. But anyone that had FIAs, fixed index annuities, with me during that time frame didn't suffer not a penny of loss. And that's what we're here to, uh, to, to really preach to you. If you're looking for safety, if you're looking for a way to avoid this uh, and many other benefits that we have to offer, uh, you need to call us because we can help you avoid when these crashes come. You know, this past year, we still had clients that in certain indices, we had clients that made from six to twelve percent, you know. So I always say there's wealth transfer that goes on in the in the stock market. M money's never just lost one way, you know. Had you switched your money over to let's say uh, gold or silver, 
you may have made money. There are indices that made money. You just have to know where to be when the times come. But most people don't. And that's why we see um, these large um, um, stock wealth losses uh, in, in, in our history, um, you know, especially back then in 2008, 2009. There was so much panic. People didn't know where to run. That's very true. No, nowhere to run, nowhere to hide, as the uh, old song says. Uh, number four on the list of concerns for retirees and pre-retirees, tax increases. We mentioned uh, this one before, you know, taxes are one of those sure things in life and just about for sure going up here before too long. Absolutely. I, I always ask that question. Do you truly believe taxes are going to go up in the future or do you truly believe taxes are going to go down? And, uh, you know, with the national debt nearing $31.7 trillion in government spending uh, continuing to rise, you know, many are concerned about future tax increases, and, and they're correct. You should be concerned about that. You know, most people do believe that taxes are likely to go up in the future. So, you know, how do you plan for that? How do you avoid that? Uh, you know, you have to start sooner than later if you're going to plan uh, around taxes. So, again, Give us a call at 386-228-5769. Let us help you. Yeah, and kick Uncle Sam out of your retirement plan there. You don't want him to be a, a partner with you. Uh, you know, the old um, I want you uh, poster with the finger pointing. Just imagine Uncle Sam, when you get to retirement, instead of the finger pointing, uh, he's got his hand out, you know, and saying, I want your money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm here from the government and I'm here to help, right? <laughs> right, right. Exactly. To quote a former president. Um, well, number five, of course, this is a big concern. Uh, again, hitting home for people, inflation, which we've talked about a lot here on the show, but for good reason. Yeah. You know, food cost, uh, materials, you name it. You know, there's, uh, you know, I live in a neighborhood where, uh, uh, you know, I still see some homes going up and, and I wonder, are they going to sit there? Are they going to sell? Uh, you know, if you just turn back the clock a couple of years ago, house would go up in a week. It was gone. If that, you know, they, they would get uh, uh, offers in a day. Today, you see these homes sitting for 30, 60 days and you just say, you know, you want to see them move. You feel bad for the people that spent the time and the money. Um, but, you know, we, we talk about inflation a lot on the show because you need to be prepared for an ever increasing cost of living. That's not going to go away, whether it's 3 percent, 5 percent, 7 percent. You know, you need to have a plan to uh, to offset inflation. So through smart, safe and smart risk investing strategies, we can help cushion that blow of rising cost through re retirement. And, you know, the worst thing you can do is just sit there uh, and have two, three, four, five hundred thousand dollars sitting in a checking account earning nothing for you, because uh, if inflation was up seven, eight uh, percent, you just lost seven, eight percent on your money. And that's not what you uh, that's not what you saved for. You know, you should have it somewhere, uh, you know, during a, a year like last year. You know, we could have used uh, a, a fixed a fixed bucket inside of a fixed index annuity, uh, a small bonus. And you would and you would have made 10 percent with your eyes closed, you know, sleeping well at night, not worrying about a thing. So, you know, think about it there. If you think that the, the this economy is about to struggle more and you say, well, why should I invest? Well, why shouldn't you? If you can get a 5% bonus, if you could get a 4 to 5, 5.5% fixed bucket in one of these programs, you have yourself a 95 to 10.5% return without worrying what the market does. So why wouldn't you invest your money? So, you know, think about it and, uh, and make the right decision for you. You know, when we look at uh, annual inflation rates, you know, going back from 2013, 1.5%, 2014, 1.5%, 2015, 1.5%, 2016, 1.5%, 2017, 1.5%, 2018, 1.5%, 2019, 1.5%, 2020, 1.5%, 2
Then it went below that. 2016 through uh, through about 19, we we're sitting at about 2%. Then all of a sudden, uh, 2001, 7%. 2022, 6.5%. 23, 6%. And counting, uh, because that number is ever-changing. So there's a lot to worry about with inflation. We can definitely help you with that. Just make the simple call. Yeah, and and uh, you can call the number 386-228-5769. And the last uh, cost that, or the last concern rather, that people are concerned about for retirement, long-term care expenses. And uh, we, we mentioned this just very briefly earlier, but it's something that Medicare does not pay for. And that's why people should really be concerned about the, you know, those expenses of potential long-term care. You know, that's right. And we, when we talk about long-term care, we talk about these health care issues. You know, we're talking about nursing home care, assisted living, um, non-medical home care, home health care services, adult daycare services. You know, when you put that all together, you know, you know what does it cost? Well, you know, at least 70% of people over the age of 65 um, will need long-term care services at some point in their lives. Uh, you know, the cost of long-term care depends on three main factors, the kind of care, the length of care needed, the provider chosen, and the location. Um, so here's a breakdown of some of those long-term care services here in the United States. And of course, we're talking general. Some states are higher, some states are lower. But um, let's start from the high end and work our way down. Uh, the average monthly rate for nursing home care, $6,600. How have you planned for that, right? Assisted living, about $3,600. And, uh, you know, in the state of Florida, these numbers are pretty much right on. Uh, Non-medical home care services, right around $3,520. Home health care services, about the same, $3,520. Why would those two match? Because it's about having the cost of that aid, that nurse in your home for X amount of hours. So those are pretty much equivalent. And then we reach uh, uh, adult day, day uh, health care service. And, and that would be if you know, when you go to work, you need somebody there. When you get back, you don't need that person there. Obviously, that's going to be the cheapest way, uh, but it's also going to be the most burdening way to, uh, to help take care of someone. So, you know, for as nice as it sounds, oh, I have a way to get out here at $1,500 a month. Well, that's today, number one. Number two, you may not get much sleep at night. Number three, in about 10 years, that cost is going to go up probably by about 20 to 33%. So it's not going to get any cheaper. It's going to get more expensive. And uh, you just need to be prepared for these, uh, these long-term care costs. And you can be prepared, start the road to being prepared anyway, by going to myprosperityteam.com or give Edwin Cruz a call, 386-228-5769. It's This Week in History. Well, it was no fooling on April Fool's Day of 1976, because that was the day that Apple Computers Company was formed, Ed. And of course, now we know them just as, as Apple, Apple Incorporated. Uh, it later became the first publicly traded U.S. company to be valued at over $1 trillion. I remember covering that when I was a, a business reporter up in New York at the time in 2018. And really, those products... Boy, they've changed our lives in so many ways. They sure have. You know, we can't stop looking at our screens today. And and quick little story. My son in high school had a report to do on technology. My son told me about Apple. I looked at him and said, son, what do you know? 
Um, this little known stock was Apple, and it was a couple dollars a share back then. I could have piled on <laughs> back then and been a very wealthy man today. But who knew technology was going to change our lives so much as Apple did? But yeah, quick story on on why I still have to work today. Yeah, there you go. Okay, you missed missed the boat on the Apple stock, but it was a couple bucks. Well, and then on April 2nd, a big birthday, and we'll close it out with this. American singer and songwriter Marvin Gaye was born in 1939. And of course, he's known as the Prince of Motown, or, or he was anyway, known as the Prince of Motown, and uh, a lot of big hits there. So just a, a legend in the music world. And I am happy to get to work each and every week with a legend in the uh, financial professional world here in Central Florida, Mr. Edwin Cruz. Ed, thank you so much once again for all that you do. I appreciate it. And we'll talk again next time. Everyone have a great rest of your week. Thanks for listening to Prosperity Principles. You deserve to work with a financial and insurance expert who can offer strategies for protecting and growing your hard-earned money. To schedule your free, no-obligation consultation, visit MyProsperityTeam.com or pick up the phone and call 386-228-5769. That's 386-228-5769. Not affiliated with the United States government, Edwin Cruz does not offer tax, legal, or investment advice. Consult with your tax advisor or attorney regarding specific situations. Opinions expressed are subject to change without notice. These opinions are not intended as investment advice, nor do they predict future performance of any product. All information provided is believed to be from reliable sources. However, we make no representation or warranty as to the accuracy of any statement. This information is intended to be educational in nature and does not provide a guarantee or a specific result. All copyrights and trademarks are the property of their respective owners. AmeriLife assumes no responsibility or liability for the content of this message. The information contained herein is provided on an as-is basis with no guarantees of completeness, accuracy, usefulness, timeliness, or of the results obtained from the use of this information.